This is the morning program, the morning with Radio Maria, and I am Helena. And today I have a special guest with me. She is at Radio. Well, let's start with this. At Radio Maria, we do like to share testimonies, experiences, and perhaps the background of how people have connected with their faith with the Lord, with Mary, with prayer. And today I have Kathleen joining us all the way from Denmark. She is a listener of Radio Maria, England, and also I think some other places. And she's on today to share her story. Thank you, Kathleen, for coming on this morning. Hello. Hi, Elena. It's such a pleasure. So, Kathleen, let's give a little background for our listeners. You were born... In Guadeloupe, but now you're in Denmark? How, how did this happen? Yes, so I'm going to explain. <laughs> so indeed, I was born in the French Caribbean on a beautiful island called Guadeloupe. I lived in England for a little while. I really enjoyed my time in Bristol. Uh, it was really lovely. I made lots of friends. I had a good time. Um, but unfortunately, when Brexit happened, I um, I thought maybe I should try another option. And then uh, Denmark came and I, uh, and I bounced back with Denmark. Why not uh, return back to Guadeloupe? I mean, you say French Caribbean island and I say yes, please. <laughs> but you've chosen <laughs> a, a bit of a colder area. What? What drew you to Denmark? Yeah, it's it's mainly work opportunities because the the French Caribbean is really lovely. But as you probably know, there's 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 lots of unemployment. So um, so of course, as a European citizen, then I have to look into Europe um, to find better opportunities. Excellent. And you had shared with me earlier that you teach French. That is your occupation, your career. Do you teach Mm -hmm. in a school online? How do you do this? I, I do it online and I do it privately with some people as well. Has the pandemic... Oh, that's the question everyone asks, I suppose. Has the pandemic been particularly tough in Denmark, especially with teaching? Um, not really. I, I still managed. Um, it's, it's, it's been okay. Um, but, uh, but it's true that we, we are in a difficult times at the moment with this pandemic. And this is the reason why I definitely wanted to share my testimony about faith, just to give hope to people again, because, I know that a lot of people are, are losing faith at the moment, losing hope. And I, I really hope that I can give them hope again. Oh, thank you, Kathleen. Well, let's, <laughs> uh, listeners, here we go. Let's sit back. Maybe you're driving in the car. Maybe you're getting your breakfast ready. But I hope, <laughs> I hope yeah, if we can just take the moment, listeners, and ask the Lord to open our ears, open our hearts, And let Kathleen's words, inspired by the Holy Spirit, reach our thoughts, reach our hearts. We pray that the Holy Spirit come to Kathleen this morning so that she can share all that she she needs to, all that is good. All right, Kathleen, you told me that uh, 
this experience started around uh, when you were in school. I'll let you take it away and, and share your story. Yeah, sure. Um, basically, I was raised Catholic, uh, um, but I, I had mainly my religious education by my grandmother. She taught me everything about God and how important it was to pray when things were really difficult. She taught me that there is a God out there and he loves you and, you know, you can reach out to him anytime. And that I kept that all my life and that's 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 has that has given me so much strength all the way through my journey which has not been easy at all but with prayers and faith i saw completely the difference of handling problems and uh, and I was so grateful to my grandmother. Now she passed away, but I will always be very grateful for the education that she gave me about Jesus. And um, yes, when I when I was at school, then um, I encouraged my friends as well in faith because. Uh, when they they were sad or going through a difficult time, I said, you know what? There is a God out there. He loves you and pray to him. And if you don't know how to pray, just pray with your heart. Just do as if you speak to a friend. And uh, and they were they were uh, seeing that I was right when they were praying. Things were changing. Uh, so I was so glad to um, was able to inspire them as well, and my faith is my treasure. It's uh, it's it's all I have because when life gets really really tough, I know that it's okay. God is by my side. I'm gonna make it. It's gonna be okay. No need to panic. And you see life totally differently. It's true. It's true. There is a, an aspect of having that reassurance that God is out there and gives us strength, yeah. that yes. gives us confidence. Mm-hmm. So what happened from there? You, you graduated from school and then what happened? Yes, I, uh, I, I had my A-levels, then I, uh, I went to England to learn English um, because I, I really wanted to be bilingual because I knew I would have opportunities after. So I, uh, I studied English in Cambridge for a while. Uh, then when I was bilingual, I studied a bit of tourism in France. And from then I had a different um, experiences in tourism. Uh, I worked in Club Med. Uh, I worked uh, for a travel agency where I was taking some uh, tourists to St. Bart. So I had lots of fun, really. But um, I, uh, I, I mainly was in tourism. Then after I started uh, international customer service, uh, where I uh, was helping some customers uh, online, especially when I was in Bristol. And I, I enjoyed that because I like the contact with people. And uh, yes, so, so all this uh, has been really good experiences. Were you able to uh, find new faith communities in Bristol and in France? 
Oh yes, especially Bristol. Oh my God, I found. Uh, I guess I can say the name. It was Saint Mary on the Quay in Bristol, and that was the first time that I met people that had faith just like me. So it was a real blessing. Like all my friends were were um, praying God just like me, having faith in Him and. I was like, oh, wow, this is the first time that I meet people who who think just like me. And it was a real blessing, definitely. So um, so we encouraged each other and uh, we had um, some young adult prayer group where we were um, praying and uh, sharing, like, you know, talking about everything, really. And uh, it was really, really good. I find you're the, several people share that it's prayer groups that become such an important connection with their parish and with their faith and really Mm -hmm. strengthens them. We have uh, several prayer groups uh, locally that from them in Cambridge, we have gotten Mm -hmm. such blessings as volunteers here at Radio Maria. Our Mm -hmm. president, he was part of a prayer group and in that prayer group, he shared some of his ideas and then they said, yes, let's do it. (laughs) And then recently there was this uh, Ethada, the the 40-day consecration for Mary that started in a prayer group in London at St. Patrick's Soho. So there is mm-hmm. such power in such small groups connecting, mm-hmm. supporting one another. I'm so glad you found that in Bristol. That's beautiful. Oh, yes, yes. No, it was really amazing because we had also uh, international dinners, like everyone from his country was making a dish. It was amazing. Absolutely brilliant. And that's such a lovely way. If you are in a new land, a new city, that mm-hmm. is a great way for someone, a, 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 a person individually or as a family, to get to know their community and to create new friendships, family yes. and friends. Yes, that that's where I met most of my friends in Bristol. And, uh, and knowing that we were sharing the same thing was just amazing, really. Did you find it easier? Because when before in Guadeloupe, you were able to share with your friends, oh, mm-hmm. God is there, pray to God, have that friendship with God. Were you mm-hmm. able to do the same in Bristol? And did it continue in France as well? Yes, it's like everywhere I go, I guess everyone who knows me know that uh, I'm not ashamed to speak about faith because I know that's what we need, especially nowadays so everywhere that i have been i have spoken about my faith and god and how good jesus is and how we can rely on him so i've done that everywhere so what has happened next what's happened next well basically um after like like after bristol like i said you know I love England. It's a great place. But but then with the Brexit, I, I was like, there might be consequences, and it's 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 going to be a bit different. So, as uh, as I, I thought that maybe, 
another country might be better for me because I love traveling. I have traveled quite a lot, I forgot to mention. <laughs> and uh, I love to discover different cultures. I, um, it's such a passion for me. So, um, so I, I don't have problem to adapt um, to a different country, to a different culture. And I absolutely love doing that. So, um, so I, I, I thought uh, about another country, then the opportunity in Denmark came. And uh, yeah, and as I was saying to you, here is a bit more difficult for me because when I go to mass, the mass is in Danish. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. I, <laughs> so it's a bit complicated this time to convince kind of... Uh, <laughs> But uh, but I I do my mass online uh, on Sunday, um, you know, just to 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 keep up with everything. But it 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 is a, a a tough challenge, Denmark. I must admit because yes, everybody speaks English, but they 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 speak more Danish than English and. Uh, so it's it can be frustrating sometimes, but I love challenges. I love you know, um, you know, giving myself a challenge and say, okay, I'm gonna do this, and you know, but I must admit it's not easy at all. Have you been able? Is there an international group? Have you been able to find a small prayer group there in Denmark? No, and I miss my Bristol young adult. Oh group so much <laughs> yeah no I haven't I haven't and uh, yeah it's 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 a bit more difficult indeed. it is especially yeah. because I'm sure the pandemic has not helped moving there during a time where it's nope stay to yourself no don't no group gatherings so I it must it mm-hmm. must be really difficult it is it, it really is but um, but but I, I still encourage as I can with my normal friends when they call me when they down. Uh, I still encourage them because I know that's the key to happiness. Because we do believe sometimes, oh, I have this beautiful house, this beautiful car, I have this big bank account, so I'm happy. But a lot of people, they have all this, but they're very miserable. So they just think that happiness lies in in all those things, but it doesn't. It lies in helping your neighbor, loving your neighbor as yourself, and... um, and being there, you know, and showing love and that that is real happiness. I mean, to me, you know, and uh, so all the material things are just an illusion of happiness. And that's what people need to understand. It's it's like we we think that, OK, oh, I'm going to go shopping. Oh, I'm going to go traveling. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then you realize Oh, I'm still not happy. Something is wrong out there. What is it? And then you chase it, you chase it, you chase it. But it's only when you really find the Lord and you understand how much he loves you. Oh, my God. Then you have found a treasure. <laughs> 
Alleluia, alleluia. And I think this is a perfect topic for Advent. But one moment, let me just... This is uh, Radio Maria, our lovely listeners. This is Mornings with Radio Maria. I'm Helena and today we've got Kathleen joining us all the way from Denmark, sharing her testimony, sharing her journeys, her adventures from Guadeloupe, from the French Caribbean to England, to France, to England... Denmark, sharing with us how she continues to reach out to others and to share the same experience, the same love of Jesus that her grandmother began in her heart many, many years ago. Kathleen, oh, oh, wait, 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 before that, I am going to open up the studio phones. If you would like to call and share some kind words to Kathleen or ask her any questions, perhaps you want help with French as well, <laughs> do call, do call. The number is 01-223-375-564. I'm sure Kathleen would love to hear some encouraging words from you. Kathleen, you've, you've made this lovely point about chasing, 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 and that doesn't get it. In this time of Advent... Uh, mm-hmm. We're taught to have, find stillness, to find stillness and mm-hmm. to reach out and grow, pre- uh, prepare yourselves in other ways with your mm-hmm. relationship with Jesus. Have you found I perha- perhaps a forced stillness in Denmark where you don't have a group to go to? Have you found any encouragement in your personal prayer time um my my encouragement is is my own prayer to the lord because uh, as i have explained the environment is 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 different here so it's difficult to be able to practice my faith in a church uh, so I keep on praying to Saint Joseph because he is, you know, one of the best saints for me. He he, he intercedes in uh, lots of different ways when you you um, you have problems. I I know like the function of almost <laughs> quite of uh, all the saints, and I love praying to the saints. I love praying to Jesus, but. Uh, Oh, this is very personal, you know, to yeah. me. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our listeners, Lucia, has written to us saying, Alleluia. <laughs> Alleluia. <Okay>. Well <laughs> done. Well done, Kathleen. Um, have, is there any, you said you pray to St. Joseph. Are there any mm-hmm. saints from your, from the Caribbean? I, uh, to be honest, I don't, I'm very, I'm learning more about saints, but are there any saints from your, that your grandmother may have taught you about that you pray to or, or ask for intercessions? Um, there's St. Joseph, St. Rita as well. Uh, and of course, Mary, of course, you know, she's uh, our mother. Ah, she's so, a saint uh, for everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So, uh, so I, um, I, I pray Mary too. I, I, I pray all of them. I love all of them. 
<laughs> so um, yeah, no, they they always there with me, and uh, and I don't know how I would have done without them. Honestly, yeah. it's um, it's like when you don't know this, when you don't have faith, when you 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 haven't experienced the love of God, then you are missing on so much in your life. But the problem is you don't know it until it happens to you and you have a personal relationship with the Lord because you will just think what the society tells you. Oh, have a drink. Oh, have many sexual relationships. Sorry, but I'm just saying the whole truth from nowadays. And you will think that you you will be happy, but no, 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 no. It's not happiness at all. It's an illusion. You're absolutely right. You, hallelujah, hallelujah. I've got, <laughs> oh, Kathleen, I have another friend on the line that ha- has probably had a very, very similar experience with you. This is our friend John from Japan. <laughs> Do you want to say hi, John? Yeah, hello. Hi, John. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John, I've connected you with Kathleen. What would you like to share with her? Oh, yeah, fine, fine. Oh, you're on the radio. <laughs> go for it, go for it, John. <laughs> okay, shall I start? Oh, yes, please, yes, please. Yeah. Okay, well, right. Well, as you said before, you know, I, I Kathleen, and I relate very much with you because mm-hmm. I'm also an expert. Um, I am British-Italian. Um, mm-hmm. My father was Italian and my mother was British. Uh, mm-hmm. I grew up in England, and I've been mm-hmm. living in Japan for the last 12 years. Mm-hmm. So, um, exactly, uh, I listen very carefully to your story, and I can tell you it's precisely like mine. Precisely like mine. It is... Uh, it's, uh, it's very difficult, you know, to, to find your... Uh, to find... The, the community here, the Christian community, uh, especially because Japan is not a Christian country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, you also mentioned this thing about uh, the Brexit. Uh, well, now I don't want to steer political debate, of course. This is not the right place to do that. But anyway, yeah, I agree with, you, with what you said that after for all of us British expats, Brexit was a big shame, a very big shame, because, you know, we were very proud, you know, when you are a British living abroad, you're very proud to be part, to be European, first of all, you know, here in Japan, uh, when we talk between foreigners, you know, we don't say I am German, I am Danish, I am, we just say I am European. And then mm-hmm. eventually we can say, I, I grew up in Britain, I grew up in Italy, I grew up in France or whatever. So, you know, uh, I think the Brexit was a big shame. And um, yeah, and it, 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 made, it made things mm, much more difficult, you know. So, um, in fact, I have an Italian passport. You know, so <laughs> although I lived all my life in England, you know, but uh, because my father was Italian, and I was I was born in Italy, you know, just by chance. 
okay. and then I moved I moved immediately to England. So my father, by the time you know, uh, back in the day, UK was still part of EU, so mm-hmm. it didn't make any difference whether you had an Italian passport or a British passport. You know, mm-hmm. so I always kept my Italian passport. And now after the Brexit, if I want to go back to England, you know, which is my very own country, you know, I have to apply for a visa. Can you believe that? So that is really, you know, ridiculous and racist. But as I said, you know, I don't want to steer any political debate. So this is not the right place to do that because there there might be some Brexiteers listening. So I don't want to, I don't want to get get um, into any argument. Yeah, but John, I think what we can do is Kathleen, yeah, I, could you could you share with John any words of encouragement? Or I, I, I know you shared a little bit about how you've been able to keep uh, your faith. Uh, it, it's not as ideal as it was in England, but it's mm-hmm. in this time of Advent, you'd, you've found a few ways. Could you share that with John now? Yeah, sure. Um, so, John, yes, uh, thank you so much for um, uh, reaching out to me. Uh, so I wanted to say it, it's the same for me uh, because here they protestant, so there isn't so many Catholic churches. But I, I just, I just go online. I just do my own prayers. I have a prayer book too that I use. So all this, you know, still give me the strength that I need. Uh, so, um, so I, I would advise to do the same. Like uh, on YouTube, you can pray to Saint Joseph. You can pray to Saint Rita. Uh, th- they are very good saints. Saint Antoine de Padoue. Yes. yes, I agree. I agree with you, but you know, uh, in fact, you know, Christians are only the one percent in Japan. So you can imagine, you know, even mm-hmm. finding a church. Uh, can be an ordeal. Uh, you might travel miles sometimes to find the church. So we have a main church in Tokyo, the capital. But mm-hmm. uh, since the COVID pandemic, you know, they have restricted ticketed masses. You know, so it's very difficult to go. It's it's very difficult to go to mass. You have to book your your seat one month okay. before. You know, so oh, it's yeah. difficult to go to mass. And mm-hmm. uh, online masses and online services, as you mentioned, you know, for you might be aware that for Catholics, uh, Holy Communion is not valid online. You know, yeah. so you can receive Holy Communion spiritually, but not mm-hmm. sacramentally. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not the same thing like going to church. So you know, but John, are, it's it's difficult. I guess you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult, and I'm I'm hearing both from both of you, and I think this might be. Uh, I think. <laughs> I think there might be this opportunity for Kathleen in Denmark and you, John, in Japan, that perhaps with since you have such this this flame inside both of you, perhaps mm-hmm. this is your calling to start your own little prayer group. A begin start with just two people, three people. It doesn't have to be in person. Oh, Maybe, uh, maybe. We, we already did that. Oh, yeah, we good did job. that before. As, as I said, you know, this pandemic ruined everything, you know, because before the pandemic, we were a very small Catholic community. 
uh, here in Japan, you know, mainly expats, of course, mainly Americans and Filipinos uh, and, and, and some British, uh, small but very, very motivated. And, uh, but uh, since the pandemic started, you know, they closed all churches. So, you know, we, we lost, we lost. We are, we are not in touch anymore like before. Yes, we we talk on Facebook sometimes, things like that, things like that. But you know, I, I, we we miss you know the physical uh, the physical touch, you know, the face to face dialogue. So mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not the same thing, you know. And now again, you know, it's, it seems like it's restarting, you know, this hell of covid yeah. you know it's it's mm-hmm. getting very bad here in asia again uh, they closed all the airports already since yesterday so nobody can go in and out of, of a nation uh, so we are like in a prison here you know uh, so and and um, for for two weeks we still don't know if they if they allow public christmas mass Christmas vigil mass, we still don't know. So if cases continue to climb uh, in the next two weeks, they will cancel all Christmas masses. So oh, that will be a big blow, a very big blow to to me, yeah. to me and all, and and the, and the few Catholics living here, yeah. you know. So John, we are definitely praying for for you and for all of those over in Japan and for your um and for your community group and we're really and, and this is the same for you Kathleen in Denmark with I think there you must must remember that there are small groups around the world praying for those small groups around the world to continue mm-hmm. in the spirit. John, I've got to let, um, we're about to close up the program. So I'm going to, uh, thank you for calling, John. Thank you. And I'm going to just no let problem. Kathleen have a few yeah. last words. Thank you, John. Thank you so much, John. And uh, if you want to to have my details, then you can ask Elena and maybe we can play together sometimes if that can help. <gasps> yes. Oh, Kathleen. That. Oh, I like that idea. I thank you. I will. I will message John. Thank you, Kathleen. Yeah. Do you have any? Uh, I do, ha- Kathleen. Thank you for coming on this morning. I think you've you've really blessed us here this morning and reminded us for those of us that have a parish that we can understand the mass in our language that we have that access to go around and we have family Mm -hmm. nearby you've Mm -hmm. truly reminded us of the treasures that we have and for those of us to appreciate what we have not the car not the fancy house like you said (laughs) but the people around us but also our relationship with jesus is there anything yeah. else you'd like to share with us before we before we end with a prayer? Yeah, sure. I I want to say um please don't lose hope. I know that we are in such a difficult time and you, you know some people would say but where is your god in this pandemic because you know we all suffering and this and that. All I want to say is always give him the first don't just chase money the way that we are doing because i think that's that's also one of the things that he doesn't like he is a jealous god and he always wants the first place 
So we need to stop chasing money the way we are. Of course, we do need money. We do need to make a living. But don't give it the first place. Give it his place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and keep praying. Have faith that better days are coming. And when we are children of God, we are always saved and protected. So do not be scared of the pandemic. Read your Psalm 91, which says... You will not be afraid of the contagion that hit in the middle of the day. So if God said that, it means we had diseases before and we went through it and we we were victorious at the end. So just always keep that in mind and do not be afraid. The Lord loves you. Exactly. Exactly. We are children of God and he loves us and we he will will bring us into his arms Uh, Kathleen could we and could you lead us in a final prayer and perhaps uh, in your own way pray over our listeners here at Radio Maria Yes, I will try. I'm not perfect, but uh, with all my humility I will try Um, So Lord Jesus thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to speak to people with my heart, with my faith about how much you have been good to me, how much it's important to trust you, especially during these difficult times that we are going through right now. And I pray that anyone listening who is going through a tough time can receive a blessing by hearing what I said and being touched and convinced that you are here, that you are with us and you love us so much. Nobody else could have loved us the way that you did. You gave your life for us. Who could have done that for us? So we are very blessed to be your children and we know we will be saved in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Kathleen. God bless. Thank you.